0: Hi kitties, welcome back to the Cute Girls Club and I am your host, Ja and I would like to welcome you all to the Cute Girls Club podcast. So today, my co-host Tanya, she's not with us. However, I have to give you all some good, good riveting content. So today, we're gonna, we're gonna kind of tackle a couple of topics of healing. Because ladies, um, often we get to be a little bit one-sided kind of in our feelings. And there's nothing really wrong with that because when you're hurt it's difficult to Think about others or the other party or, you know, sometimes most a lot of times when we try to figure out why someone did something, we usually go internally like, well, what did I do? I don't I didn't. What did I do for him to treat me this way? What when actually you shouldn't be going inward. If someone does something to you that is unacceptable or something that crossed your boundary line and you should have some boundaries, which means you should have some standards, you should have some some things that are deal breakers for you. Because those things are to put a hedge of protection around you. Not to deter anybody, but to put a head or hedge of protection around you. Because everybody that approaches you, their intentions are not sincere or genuine. or And most of the time, they're not for love. They're for physicality. They're for fetishes. They're for the... Cause if you're if you're a pretty, pretty girl, a lot of it is they're fetishizing your body, they're fetishizing your sex. If you are a mi- mixed race girl, uh, they're fetishizing you because you are mixed. You know, you don't even really have to be pretty, but because you mix with something, you automatically get treated uh, differently or you're deemed beautiful when that's not necessarily the case, just like... If someone is super dark or if somebody is super light or if somebody, is su- that does not mean that they're ugly. So, um, often a person may come to you with intentions that are not good. Now, your hedge of protection should not push everybody away. Now, if, you put it, if you're pushing people away... Then it may be a bigger problem that is external, that's internal, but for the most part, often when we have come, <clears throat> and I don't think it's a woman who hasn't done it, I've done it. I'm not going to sit here and try to be like, Oh, I'm a baby, no, especially when I was younger, and that's why a lot of times, too, you know the Cute Girls Club, we give a lot of wisdom because our younger cuties, we really don't want you all to fall through this, fall in the same pitfalls that we fell into. And a lot of that is because the generation before us, they didn't have outlets. You know, it wasn't podcasts. They had talk radio, but they would be talking about History or politics or whatever, whatever. But for the most part, nobody was really having, and then your, and then with a lot of times with your mother, a lot of these conversations were taboo. You couldn't talk to your mother openly about sex. For the most part, it may be some people who had that mom, but most people, most of the people that especially in my group, we didn't have that mom that you could just sit down and talk openly about sex or relationships or men and definitely not heartbreak because like for me, I was raised as an only child. So my mother. <clears throat> was super, super protective. So I couldn't come in there and be like, he did, he da-da-da-da-da-da. Honey, child, honey, she been gathered up the, the troops and somebody ass would be whooped. So I, I didn't have that. I couldn't come to my mother and talk about that. But back to the topic at hand of the healing. Women, you don't internalize when a guy does something to you that is low down. Okay, so let's say, for instance, I'll tell you this. So my first love, he used to get sick, mad at me later on when I would say that he was the best, worst boyfriend that I ever had. And we dated when I was in my 20s or whatever, whatever. And when I say, if it could have been done to you, he did it. The lies, cheating. Not only, you know, sleeping with other people. I had tried to have sex with one of my friends that I had had since I was in the sixth grade. And she was dead ass wrong too. You know, rest in heaven. But she was dead ass wrong too. Because this is the thing, ladies. That's why a lot of times you'll hear me say, we have to be our sister's keeper. If you are friends with somebody and their man try to approach you sexually, you need to blow up the spot immediately and you need to tell him where to step off at. And I don't care how fine he is. I don't care how rich he is. If that is your friend, you need to be loyal. And if that's not your friend, if you are the type of person that's grimy enough to have sex with your friend's man and definitely your friend's husband, you need to stop speaking to that woman right now because you ain't nobody's friend. You just a parasite and you're just a low. Actually, you you, one, this one of these old ones. My mama said, "You so low down, you have to look up to kiss a snake's belly." That's a dirty woman who will sit there and look in your face, smile, sit at your table, drink your tea, eat your food, and grin. Eat your your um sweet, drink your sweet tea, have your peach cobbler with the olive mold on it, and then try to sleep with your man. That's a dirty bitch right there. And ladies, you'll be surprised you have more of those in your presence than you think. so keep your eyes open, watch body languages, watch gestures, but back to the hurt and the healing when some so he would i mean when I tell you got somebody pregnant, went to jail i, I when I say if it could be done, the only thing he didn't do was hit hit me, thank God. But the emotional damage that he did, it was it was literally for a lifetime. Because the hurt was so bad that even to this day, I can only love a man but so much. And if they exemplify even a hint of him, because he's the blueprint of everything that I despise in a man. If I see a hint of him in a man, I'm literally gone. And the thing was what made it where, and this is the thing, cuties, because I know that some of you all are probably in this. Because the other things that he was doing was so nice. You know, running baths, rubbing backs, you know. Cooking me meals, put my clothes out for the next day, wash my hair, um condition it, um hold me, love with me, read with me, walk with me, we would go swimming and go on adventures, go to we would trips, we would do all of these things that would be so loving and endearing that he would do, and then out of nowhere, then every now and again, then a woman would call me and say that she been in my house sleeping with me, and then describing my hair bowls that she just stole out my house. Because back in the day, I used to wear my hair in a ponytail because it was long, and I couldn't. I, I'm I'm just not a long hair girl, and I learned that quickly. But I would wear my hair in ponytails, or bowls, you know, or whatever, whatever, and um. I didn't have one girl call me and tell me and describe my bowls that she stole out my house to let me know that she slept with my man. And so, a lot of times, two women, y'all also... You also, too, might need to look in, back in your mental roller Rolodex, too. Because some of, uh, sometimes we've sold some dirty seeds. And then when it come back to us, we want to cry. Uh, I can't believe he did me like this. But you got to look back, too, and make sure you it clean before you're doing all that crying. Because please believe them women who slept with him in my car. Oh, she got hers, the one who came in my house and took my bowls and slept with him while he was in my house and then come back and report it to me. Oh, don't think that she went this whole time and then no fool tear her heart to pieces. So sometimes, too, when you sit around here crying about this heartbreak, make sure you look in your rear view mirror and make sure you are you just not getting paid back for some grimy shit you didn't so keep that in mind. But also, let's get back to don't internalize the things that a person does. Sometimes you need to just look at it because see a lot of men are damaged too. They don't know, they don't even know when somebody is really loves them. And also We also, too, ladies, we get so one-sided and so in love with the concept of love that we don't even bother to ask a man how he needs to be loved. And let me tell you something, you're you probably not going to be able to get a straight answer because ain't nobody asked them. Because most of the time, y'all women, y'all just, I want a ring so I can show it off to my friends. I want to have a big old wedding so I can impress my family. And you ain't even asked that man how he needs to be loved. You ain't even asked that man what type of, what does he even see his future looking like? You know, do you, do you see yourself with a wife? What kind of life do you see? Because see, it's more than to the relationship. The relationship, the wedding part. People think, oh, that's hard. Yes, no, that part is stressful. It's not hard. The part the, the, the work comes after you say I do, and you have to you have to extend love every day. And so that's why you look at you look at that man's love language while you're dating. Is it protective? Is it provision? Is it is it service? Is it is it acts of kindness? Is it affection? Is it you gotta look at this man and then you also gotta say, Babe, how do you wanna be loved? And let me tell you something, you may even have to say, Babe, how can I love you today? And you train him up, because this is the thing too. A lot of times a man is a mirror. Because if he hasn't been loved before, and all he's had was he hurt, and a lot of that, and a lot of it too, is the systemic residual effects of just being. Because a lot of these parents have literally, almost have passed on a general, they talk about some generational curses, but it's more like plagues. So, a lot of times, you're looking at somebody who is hurting and damaged themselves. And it's kind of the opposite. You know how sometimes you you get, you will go, like, let's just say we go to Best Buy. And they say, well, we got an open box um, product. The box got damaged in transportation, but the actual product is still good. But often with people, it's the reverse. They, the outside, they, it, it looks perfect, perfectly fine. You know, they, 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 you know, even with the bumps and bruises of life, they still look good you know they got the, they got the nice clothes, fresh and clean and they got the cologne, the jewelry, or the women the makeup, the hair, the nails, the, all of this bullshit. That's why a lot of times you see men more attracted to you when you're in your purest state. No makeup, no 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 weaves and no no nail tips and no none of these big old spider lashes that they wear, which is the re- most ridiculous shit in the world. But if you like it, cutest have at it. Let the young girls do their thing. Um with all of this, you know, and in and and, and women literally disforming their bodies, injecting stuff so they can have a fat acid and uh, sucking stuff out so they can have a little waist, and getting an implants so they can have big breasts. And you did all of that. And look at look at them Kardashians. They the ones who started this trend of body moon for y'all's bodies. And all them women got these men who they' still cheated. They still lied. They still drove them crazy. They still been low down because they were damaged. They literally procreated with somebody who was damaged. So nobody's exempt, ladies. It's unfortunate, but nobody is exempt and somebody and and, and I would go out on a limb and say why not just say this is why dating is important all of this getting to the good part y'all laid up with these folks you don't know them you you know it's folk out here just having sex with somebody one week and pregnant the next because you just couldn't Hold your hot-ass panties together to get to know somebody. Here's something Here's something novel. How about when you're dating somebody, not in the gate now because this is scary, but you get to date somebody, y'all vibing, y'all get to the point where y'all, and, and ladies, you really need to press, not ultimatum, when you say, what are we doing here? Because, you know, I told you in the beginning, you know, don't don't be shy and bashful about the things that you're needing. This is what my ideal man looks like. Don't tell him too much, but tell him just enough to see who he is. Because being a chameleon, you, you tell him everything you need. I need this, I need that. And I'm talking about internal things. Cause most of the time we be like, well, I need him to match my, gr- I need him to match my grind, and I need him to match my income, and mat- come to- with the same property, and blah blah blah. Do you you? Uh, it's people that, it's everybody made six figures? Everybody owned a car, home. Everybody owned a house. Everybody DTI high. That's debt to income ratio. Is high. And these relationships still didn't work because we sit around here doing comparisons of superficial shit that can come and go and definitely the stuff that when they bury your ass they not going to put your they not going to bury you with your house your car and your six figures i'm talking about yes is it you know what i'm saying i i usually just say a man who is self sufficient and that don't need not one dime of my money because it's unavailable to you So you need to be able to sustain yourself as a man, as you should be able to. And especially when you become a woman of a certain age, you don't have it in you. You don't have the wherewithal or the attention span or the give a shit to drag no fool behind you. You need somebody who is trying to do the same thing economically. But on a spiritual and emotional level, you should ask a man, "Can we heal together?" and when you and, and don't come at it straight like that, come at it as just say, "What has been your biggest hurt in life?" And they may say it was romantic. They could say it was parents. It could be when somebody important to them died. It could be something like that. But you need to also make your heart a safe place for a person to land. And you should choose somebody whose heart is a safe place to land. And that's usually the most hardest thing because after you have been bumped and bruised and misused and lied to and all of these things that's the reason why I tell people I don't give no whole bunch of second chances because second chances build up emotional scar tissue and it makes you callous and it makes you old so I just be like oh no 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 when you do things that are majorly wrong to me and you know better See a woman inboxing me talking about all the nasty shit you did. A woman coming telling me, 'Cause see, I sh- because I was young and I didn't know that this this is that you don't give people continual second chances to hurt you. See, the thing was was when when the woman was coming in there talking about she had been inside my house. He should have been cut off then. We shouldn't have got to the getting the minor pregnant and getting the uh the woman talking about she was he told her I was her sister the sleeping with the women in my car the uh the um sleeping with my friend we we shouldn't have even got to that far. So ladies, please stop giving second and third and fourth and fifth chances for BS. When people do shit that they know is a bad decision, not a mistake, but when somebody keep doing bad decisions to you because they had to decide in their mind, okay, I might, if I sleep with this woman over here unprotected, it is a chance that you're going to contract the STD or you're going to get this woman pregnant and you know it. And even though my, my, my beautiful friend Scott said that, um, a wet, pe- a wet pe- pussy, and a hard penis will not. It does not have the ability to think. Well, if that's the case, when the aftermath comes, just you know what? Just come and say, you know what? I've done something that is unacceptable. Instead of just keep hurting you, I need to part ways. But that requires you to choose a man that's mature. And most even even the maturest man suffers with honesty, cause they still revert back to a kid, and we all do this. When you're in trouble, your first response is to hide what you've done because you don't want the consequences that of your actions. And usually, that person is doing loadout shit to you. They know you good so they don't want to lose you so they try to lie but everything done in the dark it comes to the light and my rule of thumb is is that when you get caught you got to go because I already know in my mind if this is what I'm just now catching that I missed a lot so I'll be like going on about your business Because I don't have the ability to love no man more than I love me. I just don't do it. Because of the simple fact that's a recipe for being taken advantage of, misused, and abused. So, we have to look at who we're dealing with. And that requires you to get to know somebody. And a lot of men are damaged too. They don't even really know what love looks like. They don't even know how they're supposed to be loved. So we also should be saying, and and, that, and I've said that to me a man before. Baby, I think you should be taking more time to dedicate to healing you. I get that your, you your penis make you want to sleep with somebody and it makes you lose sight of everything, but I'm going to help you. I asked this one dude, I, because he, he had a daughter, and I, and he was trying to, he wanted to have sex with me so bad, and he wasn't, he wasn't my type, so he, he, he tried to come at me with the approach that had worked for other stupid helpers before, and I'm just like, I don't come up off ass for niggas, for fools who don't, that that don't make sense to me. And and when I say that, this should come give you some clarity. When I asked him, I said, if you died tomorrow, how much money do you have saved up? Do you have, I was like, do you have $10,000? He was like, what? I said, if you died tomorrow, do you even have $10,000 for your daughter's mother to have? And I think that the baby was like five. So that still ain't shit. Because $10,000 divided by 13 years, that's only $833 a year. What child can be supported off of that? Not a child, period. I said, well, do you have an insurance policy? $100,000, Do you have an insurance policy? Um for, for your child, if something happens to you, let's just say, let's go with a hundred thousand dollars. Do you have at least a hundred thousand dollar policy? Um, divided by 13 years, that'll be $7,663 and 92 cents. I mean, six, $7,692 and 30 cents that she would have <clears throat> to a year To take care of your child. Divided by 12. So that's $641 a month. It's not a lot. But it would be enough. If she was to match that. To at least take care of the child. A little bit. He was like no. I said well trying to sleep with me. Really shouldn't be a priority. Now should it? Because you can't even take care of your daughter. Who you had. Your blood of your blood. Your seed. So how can you take care of me? So ladies too. You should close your thighs. And force him. To take care of his own. If you looking for a man. If you look at a man and you say, this is a man that is worthy of going the distance with. Now, some men is just that what they are. They just dick. But you get to a point in your life where you need more than dick. You don't care. <clears throat> Excuse me, cutest. You don't care about nobody slaying no damn dick. You just be like, that is just, that is so plentiful. You know, you know, And I be like... <clears throat> One of my favorites. I was watching something, and it was, and it had, it was like, all it was like a room full of men, and the host was like, all the men who have a penis step to the right, and all of them would step to the right, and I said, oh my god, they're so special, but that was to say, everybody got a dick. You know how I many? It's dicks all around here. It's damn near raining dicks. Because these men will give you that before they'll give you food, water, clothing, and shelter. But what makes you better? Why should I choose you? Because if you offering dick, you know how many people offering dick? The dick package is plentiful. But the soul connection, the financial growth, the love connection, the love package, the travel package, the companionship package, the growth package, the spiritual growth package, the emotional growth package, the, the protection package, the look out for one another package, the give and take, the compromise. Those are the things that's not in abundance. Because nobody's hardly requiring it. It could be. If you shut fools down, shut your thighs and shut their ass down. And pick somebody who's worthy of you. But that requires effort and time and patience and self-constraint self, self constraint and uh, self-control. Let me tell you something. The hardest thing was to take the love vow of celibacy that I took. Because I actually enjoy sexual intimacy. I enjoy it, I can't say I don't, but it had to come off of the table so I could see the people that I entertain, the people that I bring into my realm. I need to be able to actually see you i I couldn't be keep being clouded and be at this certain age and choosing people um based off of uh sexual attraction i I couldn't do that anymore. So <clears throat> I'm going to the next one, and this one right here is more of a. I want to talk. This this is the reason why this is interesting. Is, is trust? It requires trust. <clears throat> I saw this. It says, "Imagine having a man that told you he got you, and he really does." But here's the caveat: he shows you now. <clears throat> I thought that was interesting. Excuse me, cuties. I don't know what's going on here. We this this is some liveness. Um it, let me read it again. Imagine having a man that told you that he got you, and he really does. And he but he shows you. You know what the biggest thing with that is the consistently. That's where most of the times these relationships and this, this statement like this, this is a powerful, powerful statement. And when you unpackage it, it has so many different levels, but I'm not going to go into but a few. Imagine having a man that told you that he got you. Most of us, because of trust issues would be like, what, what does he want? And some men just want to love you, but you make it so hard for them. They just be like, "Oh, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't, I can't do this." A lot of times, the, your insecurities, your hurts, your buildup, your residue of how you've been mishandled—it literally turns a man off so much that he just be like. I ain't, I'm not equipped to even handle all this, but let's just say he told you he got you, and he really did, and he showed you. For me, the only thing I would need is for that to be consistent, and the reason why is because of the fact that history, because, see, we look in our history, our, our man history, when we look in the rearview mirror of the men that we've had, they were inconsistent. They were not, they weren't, they didn't have you. They would tell you one thing, but their actions would say to the contrary. So it's difficult for this type of man to even get through. Because. We automatically expect men to drop the ball often. That's why they be like, the bar low, blah, blah, blah. Well, the bar is low because most a lot of times, especially when women get to a certain age, they don't just throw the ball away because they just be like, these fools, child. They not trying to do anything because they, they lack consistency. And then also, it's so many men, especially in the younger girls, because that's our fault. The women in my age group that raised all these soft boys in these single parent households because you just had your thighs open and a bunch of y'all are following in this same cycle. You done opened your thighs and got a baby with some fool that you knew couldn't even buy a Happy Meal when you was laying down with him. Now you got to raise a child by yourself. Now you got a boy out here who don't have nobody. Yes, is there a lot of single mothers who've raised some good sons? Yes, but they've also raised a lot of emotionally destroyed young boys. Even if they go to the NFL, they go to the NBA, or they get a good job, or they make good money. Underneath is a hurt little boy who had to step in. And it, a lot of y'all, and y'all women that's doing this, stop telling five and seven and ten and nine, eleven, twelve, fifteen year old boys that they the man of the house. No. A man is able to provide everything. He's able to go to work every day. He's able to bring money to the household. You you should be a Proverbs 31 woman and be able to grow the money that he brings to the house. So stop telling these little boys that they men of the house and then you ain't gave them no manly qualities. These boys be bitch made because y'all done coddled them up. And then you're like, I'm ready for him to get out my house at 18. He don't know how to balance a check bill. He don't know how to even earn a dime because of the simple fact vocational studies and all those things are taken out of the school system. Instead of in the summertime, you taking your sons and they be like, if you got an uncle a brother or a family member that fix cars that do window washing up who got a business that do this that do that you take that boy and over there with them men and you make sure it's a man that you can trust your son around because there's too many pedophiles and freaks out here so you gotta be on top of it even if you have if you don't trust the men around your child you go with them you stop trying to fuck some fool long enough to take your boy every saturday You wake his behind up at the crack of dawn and he go out here and y'all go together and you take him to learn how to pressure wash or how to wash cars or how to uh, clean windows or how to cut grass or how to do what he learns. A skill set that where he is able to make money and then the money that he make you teach him how to invest and how to grow that money. And you say, baby, these are the things that a man should do. And you need to own your shit as a woman. I like to apologize to you because I chose the man who abandoned you. And I'm sorry. Because see, a lot of times y'all women, yo, dad ain't this and he ain't that. When well, you pick his ain't shit ass, you need to apologize to these children for your bad pussy decisions. And no, you can't make that man because it's done. You can't make that low-down man you laid down with, you can't make him right. But you can do what you can do. Give him a village. Give him a skill set. Show him how to do something. He need to learn how to fix uh, cell phones or flip cell phones or how to do how to that. Teach him how to match the hustle. If you got a home-based business, show him how to do it. If you invest, show him how to do it. But don't throw children out in no street at 18 years old and you have given them no skill set to be a man. Because that's the problem. These boys are going out here selling dope and they doing all this stuff because you have given them nothing. Because you so tired because you just trying to work your whatever job because a lot of times you ain't got no skill set. And if that's the case, it's different now. You need to be on Skillshare trying to learn something that can make you money. You should be seeking knowledge to increase the income that you have so that you can do that for your kid. And cute is if you got some kids that's under five and six because they don't be knowing that you on that bullshit. Get yourself together before they realize you on that bullshit. Get it together. So. <clears throat> I think that a man who says that he got you, you would have to see him exemplify those characteristics consistently to be able to even trust those words to be factual and true. I'm just going to be honest. Based on experience, the, in- the consistency is usually the breakdown of this statement. But also, women, you need to ask yourself, too, do you even deserve this type of man? Are you even this woman? Because I'm a firm believer, don't ask a person something, especially character-related things. Yes, do we have things that are customarily that we would deem more on the feminine rail versus the masculine rail? Yes, we just have those confines that have been established from the gate universe. Even though a lot of them, I think, are BS because. I just don't think that you finna relegate me to no cooking and cleaning in the kitchen and washing clothes and burping babies. And that's just, that's not how I'm made. But when it's some character things, if you want me to be faithful, I suggest you be faithful. If you want me to be kind, loving, and giving, I suggest you be kind, loving, and giving. If you want respect, I I suggest, suggest you be respectful. If Just what I need you to serve me the same energy that I serve you, especially when we're talking about a character realm. So if you say you got me, I'm going to have you too, but you got to show me that you got me consistently and I'll show you that I got you consistently. And also too, that also may go with too. ask what you want, ask them what they want, because I got you might mean something different to them than it means to you. And you might be want somebody to get you. I got your back. Don't worry about no bills. Don't worry about this, this, because I got you, girl. Here, take this take this right here. Pay, the, pay for the lights. Pay for the phone. Because, see, that's the way the men used to be back in the day. Those men would not come to a woman's house empty-handed. I don't care. Even if he had to give you, he would get them women. It's men that would come by every week and give a woman $50. And you might think, oh, $50, that ain't nothing. That's like a man coming to you now at the equivalent, giving you two, dollars $300. Because everything was much cheaper in the 70s and 80s. So if a man gave you $50, $60, he had worked a lot. And because a lot of them men, <clears throat> if they gave you $50, that was a lot because they didn't make you know, minimum wage was three thirty five when I started working in eighty eighty four. Minimum wage was three dollars and thirty-five cents an hour. So if a man gave you fifty dollars, think about that. That's let me get my calculator cutest, cut son. Cause you know I well, I'm a math- mathematician, y'all. Forgive me. But if you get if a man gave you $50 minimum wage was three dollars and thirty five cents, he would have to work 15 hours just to give you fifty dollars if he made minimum wage. So that's what I'm saying to let you know that. But a lot of those men they would come in, they'd be like, Well, here they'd be like, Let me let me put a little sugar in your purse, is what they would call it, or let me give you a little something. Because if you got a woman and you got some kids. He know that he don't need to be coming over there taking a damn thing out of this household. Because this woman got some children up in here. And I don't mean no harm even if a woman don't have no kids. If a man, if you as a man and you come to a woman's house. And you should be teaching your sons this ladies. If a man come to your house. <clears throat> and I would be like that. Don't come over here. Ain't no Netflix and chill or blockbuster nights and all of that there. You can't do all that. Then you ain't never brought no money in here, because see, first of all, I can't go to Georgia Power and be like, um, "Well, we, we we need to um, Netflix and chill." So I'm gonna need to hold some electricity because he wanna sit on my couch that costs money. I just had to pay a thousand dollars for a sofa to get re-posted. That wasn't free. So a man should be looking at you. See, this is the thing. You should be teaching your sons to look when you look at a woman. What is her need? And let's just go here. If he can't figure it out, just be like, you know what, babe? Put this, here. Take this. Put this on some of the bills. And ladies, you should be picking men that are commensurate with your bills. Because that's also unfair. I had to learn that lesson. I had another guy that I had met. I loved, we, in a few days, fell in love. But I was like, why is this relationship can't work? But I was full of shit. Because I'm literally sitting up in here in a $400,000 house and he don't even make $15 an hour. He couldn't even afford to pay two of my utilities, which would be my light bill and my gas bill. Because my light and my gas bill combined could be anywhere, depending on what time of year, could be anywhere from 800 to to $1,000. Just them two bills. Because I would get heating bills that was $500,000 because the house was big and it was expensive to heat. Same thing in the summer. Air conditioner bills, five, $600. So, it would be unfair for me to pick somebody who, and now we're not going to even talk about the mortgage, because he couldn't even hardly pay the taxes and insurance. He couldn't even pay the escrows, let alone the principal and interest. But that's I was playing on an unfair field. Because I was not dating nobody who was commensurate with my bills, and I'm not saying gold did, but men, they love it. They be like a peacock. I get so tickled because my uncle Charles does that. He be so proud his chest is out because he can take good care of my aunt. Anything she needs, if she want to do this, if she want that. Oh well, I go ahead on and get that for because they feel. Happy and proud. Now this is men, not little boys. Because these little boys out here using women, laying up, being homosexuals, utilizing women's resources. And y'all women need to stop letting them. Just so you can say you got a man. Literally up in here proud that they laying up using women. But real men love the fact that they can make sure that their woman is good. And I'm not saying he got to make uh two, three, four thousand thousand dollars $4,000 a year. But if you got a man who make a good $70,000, $80,000 and he give you a few hundred dollars, you'll be like, well, okay, thank you. But don't have nobody who can't give nothing. Every time they come, they come with an empty hand and dick. They can't even bring flowers. Flowers cost damn $10 for a bunch. But do you know how much that make the heart sing? Because to me, I don't care how much the bouquet costs. It's some women that'll get up in there and be nasty, eating about them grocery store flowers up in here. Shut your ass up because you used to these nicks. Most of these nicks just bring a hard dick. So stop it. So you got to get a balance of what your gratitude is. Because for me, in we dating, especially in the beginning, I do need to know about your finances because I need to know can you take care of you? That's what's most important. Now, I need for you to show me that you're thoughtful. But a lot of these men are back up here to broken, back up to having been given the necessary tools of manhood. Don't know how to treat no lady. Because first of all, a lot of y'all women ain't no lady, so they wouldn't know a lady if she slapped him in the damn head. Mm. I'm shouting in somebody church. So also, let's go back on the healing. You might think people only need healing from bad relationships. But the truth is, people are trying to heal from hateful, broken parents, betrayal from friends, sibling feuds, academic problems, backstabbing business problems. So not everything is about romance. Let me repeat it again for you, cuties. You might think people only need healing from bad relationships. But truth is, people are healing from hateful, broken parents, betrayal from friends, sibling feuds, academic problems, backstabbing business problems. Not everything is about romance. So let's chop this down. This is so factual. A lot of times, When we are connecting with a gentleman, and hopefully, ladies, y'all are picking gentlemen, not just some fool with his penis in his hand, but a gentleman. But even a gentleman has been hurt, too. Even a gentleman has a bad past. Even a gentleman has gone through some stuff. Life bangs you up, baby. So we can, we need to also need to stop with these fairy tales, looking for men to be perfect in our imperfection, cause we be imperfect as hell. And I try, I tell a man flat out, I'm not perfect, but I'm pretty damn fantastic. But I've also had to put in a lot of work, and getting ready to have to start the next phase of the work, because my man deserves the very best that I know how to be. So, let's break it down. The first caveat: people are trying to heal from broken, hateful, broken parents. Cuties, if that's you, if you've been hateful and low down, you have said things to your children because some of y'all jealous of these children. Some of y'all was ma- you 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 look at how they moving and you mad that you didn't. You feel like having them them stop you from reaching your foolish potential. But you got to own this shit. Yeah, it was you hot in the pants. You had free will. Unless you was raped. And your child is the product of rape. But if you willingly laid down, open your legs up, was screaming, and toes to the ceiling. If that was you. don't You can't blame no child for cutting your, your future short. You did that. You cut your own shit short. And a lot of parents will take out that frustration or the, or the most famous one. You lay down with a lowdown man that you knew didn't have no money to take care of you and your kid. That you knew he came for sex and not no baby and not you. And then now this baby come out, and the baby look just like him. You got a a you got a a daily reminder of your bad decision. Well, you need to do the work, get over it, own your shit, forgive yourself, and not take that shit out on them kids, because kids are walking around here. Grown-ass people are walking around here with the residual effect of your hatefulness that you have toward them. It's so many black men, especially, who actually hate their mothers. But they can't take that shit out on you. Because... It's a conflict of interest because I'm supposed to love you. So now you got them emotionally conflict because they love you because you are your mother, but they hate your ways. They don't like who you are. They don't like what you stand for. Your mouth is trash. They hate for you to just, they hate for you to open your mouth because they know you are finna spew something venomous or say some shit that's going to hurt them to their soul or some words that's going to stay with them for life. Then when a woman, excuse me, when a woman who's decent and who's good, who wants to love them, who wants to be good to them, they don't know what to do with her. They want to mistreat her. They want to misuse her because of the simple fact is that they can't trust that to be true because not even my mama give a shit about how I feel. Not even my mama asks how to love me because she don't give a shit. My mama's selfish. So I know you're not trying to be that because you're not better than my low-down-ass mama. Ladies, if you've been wronged by your kids, and me and two of you listening, if you've been wronged by your kids, I need you to sit down and write down all the hurtful shit. Or you ask them, baby, what's the most hurtful thing that you remember me saying to you? They'll tell you and you tell them it's without consequences because I got to be better. But I need for you to tell me what I said and you need to be genuinely sorry. And you need to say to that child, you know what? What can I do for us to repair our relationship? Because, son, I didn't mean to hurt you. I w- I'm still human. I'm flawed. And I just want to apologize for hurting you. That was not something that I should have said to you. And it's going to require your ass to be grown. And it's going to require you to just do the work. That's what it's going to require. And so, then let's go on to the next one. Betrayal from friends. I just talked about that. A friend that I had since I've been in the sixth grade. <clears throat> from the sixth grade, so that's about 12. At this point, we like 25 years old, 23, 24. So that's a good that's a good time long time. Why would you try to sleep with my man? So people be having that. So that causes, you... When You got trust issues. That causes you to where well, when you with your girlfriends you but well, I don't trust that bitch as far as I can see her. It caught so. A lot of times people and it's a lot of men that go through that. Cause I'm wrong. I've done that before. When a guy didn't talk talking about he trying to play me. Oh, okay, well let me see what your friend talk about. That shit is low down and evil. Fortunately that the person that I had did that to, I hadn't slept with him when I had Holiday, the person and they wasn't really friends, they knew each other. But because it was a small town, that still was kind of wrong, if I was to think about it today. If would the with the me today do that, no, I wouldn't do that. I would have just left old dude alone. I wouldn't have gave a shit about his friends. But if some of y'all women out here who done slept with the dude and done slept with the friend, all of it is wrong. But when you do that to somebody. Women think that the low-down shit that men do to us is hurtful. But y'all do low-down shit to men, too. And that is hurtful. And so, at some point, you have to say, we have to own own the things that we've done. So, a lot of times, too, we we might be... we We, we trying to heal because somebody that we love, somebody that we trusted... Y'all, I am so sorry. They are... This is a sidebar. They're having this stupid election on January the 5th. I cannot wait until Tuesday because they literally are stalking our cell phones, our home phones. They're putting things outside. Our I told that lady, I said, let me tell you something. Y'all didn't got on my nerves so bad. I don't give a damn about David Perdue, Burd- Warnock, Ossoff. I don't care about any of these people in Georgia. Y'all have literally harassed us to try to vote for both of these scoundrels because they all low down. Anyway, I digress. So, a lot of times, too, we dealing with sibling feuds. It's some of y'all now that won't speak to y'all's sister that won't speak to y'all brother because of the fact that, because especially if you got some siblings who have uh, drug addictions or whatever, what a sexual addiction, because somebody, somebody, the sisters that slept with the same man or your siblings is on addicted and stole from you or, you know, or somebody that borrowed money for you, didn't give it back to you. And then it's also siblings out here who dealing with sexual demons because it's girls who have been molested by their brothers. So it's people dealing with sibling feuds. And it's secrets, it's secrets that they can't share with you. A man can't come to you and say, Well, I was I was molested by my aunties. Or my old or my sisters or my sisters free or or by a man. A lot of them have been molested by men in their family. So they also are dealing with family feuds. And ladies, a man, there's no way for them, I don't even know there's a way for them to come to you and say that this is what happened to them. Cause they ain't got they don't have they don't have that in there. The shame is too great. So when you ask them to heal together, if it's something that's so bad that you can't your words you can't tell me, okay, it hurts. Well, can we still just love each other through? I try not to be that person who hurt you. Then also we got the backstabbing business partners. A lot of times we go into business with people and we go through economic ruin. Do you understand how economic ruin emotionally destroys a man when he for his first nature should be to provide? That's the hardest shit for them. So a lot of times too, they 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 sticking and moving. They they pushing you away. They treating you with low down because they don't really think they deserve a woman as good as you. When they insecurities can't even allow them to love you. They just want to see what you t- like in bed or Be with you for a second. But they know that they got to go. Or they be in a relationship. They sabotage it. Because they don't think they good enough. And let me explain to you what the reason. And women. A lot of times. You the root causes That these men don't feel. Mamas. You the reason why. They don't feel they good enough. When every time you tell him. He ain't shit like his daddy. You telling him. He ain't good enough. So when he get a woman that's good, that want to love him, he don't think he good enough. Because you done broke his security down. You supposed to be the security blanket. His father's supposed to be a security blanket. But you chose a father who won shit, so he absent. Then now you angry and bitter, so now you spewing venom. How are you supposed to have high health self-esteem? How are health. So, I'm just telling you, it's it's, it's so many intricate facets. That's why I say, ask a person how they need to be loved. Just be 100. Tell me how you need to be loved. Now, I'm going to close it out with this last thing. For you ladies, I want you to start also... Building up yourself as well. Because a lot of you females had these parents who said you wasn't going to be shit. Or you ain't nothing. Or you ain't this. Or... Blah, blah, blah. You ain't this. And you have been giving you also inferiority complexes and and, and then or you've dated men that you've given all these chances. And then when they get mad, they talk about you like a dog. You too fat. You too black. You too this. You ain't that. You ain't cute enough. You want this. You ain't this. You ain't that. Sit up in there and literally go to your flaws and, and turn your flaws into insecurities just with their hateful, venomous words. So you're going to have to go in there and you got to turn some of that venom around. You got to be the antidote and the serum to take that poison out of your heart and your mind and your soul. So cuties, I ask you to do this exercise Look in the mirror and ask yourself this one question. Tell me one thing that you love about you. And a lot of times when I do that, I'll say, I love your heart. I love your ability to be able to see the needs of others and fill in the void and the gap. I love your charitable heart. I love your goodness. I love your beauty. I love your skin. I love your smile. I love your hair. I've been doing the exercise for a little bit. So I can give you a little bit. That's the reason why I'm able to say a lot. Because I've been doing it for a while. I love your smile. I love the light that shines in your eyes when you smile. I love your lips. They're so smooth. I love your skin. It's so precious. It's subtle. I love your hair. I love your nails. I love the curves in your body. Even speak to the imperfections. I love your ample breasts. I'm top heavy and bottom heavy. I love your butt. I love all of them. I love all the breasts. I love the imperfections. I love the rolls. I love my legs. I love my feet. I love my feet. And this is the thing. Yeah, a society will make us think we're supposed to look like a Barbie doll. But you also need to be thankful that the things are functioning. If you even, okay, you got fat feet, but did they support you? Actually, that's strength. These feet is holding up, holding you up. Your legs, you was able to stand. God, praise God. You was able to pick up, pick up your phone and put your password in. Oh, God, thank you for the brain function. Thank you for my hands. Thank you for my nails. You was able to say, wake up. Send somebody a text message. Good morning. I hope you have a beautiful week. You was able to send somebody good words, good thoughts. You had Your heart spewed kindness. So I thank myself. I thank you for a good heart. I thank you for my eyesight so that I can see the beauty that God has made. A lot of times I'll just look out. My house sits on the pool and i look at. It's got a waterfall and I'll sit back and I'll say, Thank you, God, for allowing me to see this. Thank you for good health. Thank you for letting me make another day. So when you're looking in your mirror, if you don't, if you are afraid to give your yourself the compliments Look at the gratitude of the functionality. Thank you for my liver and my kidneys. Thank you for my lymph nose. Thank you for my pancreas. Thank you for my nasal passage. Thank you for my heart. Thank you for my lungs. Thank you for my spine. Thank you for my eyes, my ears. Thank you for letting me be able to hear the beauty of the birds sing when I wake up in the morning. Thank you so much for letting me be able to even look in the mirror and see the beauty which is me. Take some time, cuties, to love you. Once you do that, it becomes a little bit more easier to love someone else. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode of the Cute Girls Club. Please hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified of all new episodes that are released. Also, my cuties, please give us five star, whether where you listen, Apple, Spotify, Google Play. I thank you all so very much for listening. Please, my cuties, stay cute up in these streets. Go through hair, makeup, and wardrobe. Love yourself. And don't forget that exercise, look in the mirror and tell yourself, hey, I'm beautiful. Hey, I'm not my mistakes. Hey, I'm not my bad decisions. I can grow past everything that I've done wrong. I am good. I am love. I am happy. I am joy. I am wealthy. I am kind. I am deserving. Of everything good. Mm. Wealth. Success. Increase. Repeat it. Wealth. Success. Great health. Increase. Bye cuties. Have a fantastic day.